0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Unapologetic Faith. I'm your host, Sonya Taylor. I'm a wife, mom, registered nurse, and transformational life coach. After getting serious about my walk with Christ, I had this overwhelming feeling to share the word of God, but not only to share it, but to explain it in my own unique way where people could actually relate to it because that was once my struggle. What I did not expect was to get a little opposition when I started sharing my faith. But for me, that just kind of added fuel to my fire. As a result, I have gotten more bolder and more confident and fearless about sharing my faith. If you have a desire to grow your relationship with God, understand his word, and be bold and confident and fearless in your walk with Christ, unapologetic faith has you covered. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Faith. On this week's episode, I want to discuss not telling everyone your dreams. Yes, do not tell everyone your dreams. And I know you've heard that, you know, at least somewhere before. Um, I see it a lot on social media. But let me just tell you that there's some biblical reasons why you shouldn't Tell everyone your dreams. Um, of course, you know anything that I talk about, I'm going to always back it up with Bible. <laughs> so if God has given you a dream or He has put something in your heart or giving you a vision, this is the episode for you. So without further ado, let's get started. So as I've gotten closer to God and I study my Bible more, uh, what I started to realize is that I could relate to a lot of people that are in the Bible. And so just about anything that you're experiencing in life can be found in the Bible. And a lot of people think that the Bible isn't relevant um, to what they're going through. But every single thing that you are going through or have ever been through or going to go through, it's in the Bible. And I remember this acronym that... um, my pastor shared and I was like, Oh my goodness, this just makes so much sense. But he said Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. And so it's actually the book to help you get through life. And the more you study it, the more you'll understand that the people in the Bible, they are just like me and you, and they're no different. Okay, so the story of Joseph and his brothers, it starts in Genesis 37. And it goes through, I think, chapter 50. And Genesis is in the Old Testament. And remember, I said we learn from the people in the Old Testament. (laughs) So we can learn from Joseph's story not to tell everybody our dreams. And so the scripture that I want to reference is in Genesis 37. And it begins at verse five. And it says, one night Joseph had a dream. And when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Listen to this dream, he said. We were out in the field trying, tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly my bundle stood up and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, so you think you will be our king, do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. And if you keep reading, it says that um, soon Joseph had another dream. And again, he told his brothers about it. Listen, I have had another dream. He said the sun, moon and 11 stars bowed low before me. This time he told the dream to his father as well as to his brothers. But his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that? He asked, will your mother and I? And your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you. But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dreams meant. Okay, so I just want to say Joseph did exactly what we all do. Well, at least me, I'll be honest. And that's really why I wanted to do a podcast on this. Um, Because I want to save somebody the trouble of experiencing what I experienced, and what some other people have experienced. We get all excited about the dream, just like Joseph did. And what do we do? We tell everyone. Not knowing that everyone is not going to be happy for you. Not even the people that are close to you. Listen to this. Joseph told his brothers. He didn't tell strangers. He told the people that were closest to him, his brothers and his dad, about his dreams. I remember telling someone very close to me a dream that God had given me and that he had put on my heart. And I remember all I got back was this awkward silence. <laughs> there was no excitement, no enthusiasm, any no well wishes or encouragement. And I just couldn't understand that. And it really made me feel like some type of way because when you tell somebody that's very close to you a dream that you have you would think that you would get some excitement um in return that they would be happy for you and they would be excited for you um but that's just not the case all the time and that most certainly was not the case with joseph his brothers hated him (laughs) They hated him and they were also jealous of him. But if you go back and read the very um, at the very beginning of chapter 37, um, Joseph brothers were jealous of him because he was his dad's favorite. But we this that's a whole nother story for a different time. We we're, we're stay focused on the dream, <laughs> on not telling people your dreams. So when God gives you the dream, as he did with Joseph, it's in the infancy stage. Or the beginning stage. And yes, he may show you what the dream may look like, but he doesn't show you everything that takes place before the dream. And so I want to share this Joseph's brothers plotted to kill him because if they killed him, then that would kill his dream. And so if you haven't heard me say this, (laughs) I'll say it again. We read the Bible literally, but we understand it metaphorically. So metaphorically, somebody may not necessarily kill you physically, but they can kill your um, dream that you may have. Because when you every time you tell someone (laughs) your dreams and they don't and you don't get the reaction that you want to get from them. Then it's going to make you question or doubt what God has already told you. And I know this for a fact because it happened with me. And so they don't necessarily just how the dream is killed is because they don't they get you to doubt. You start doubting what God has told you. So when you start doubting it, then you're not going to want to pursue it or carry it out. And this is why it is so important to keep it to yourself (laughs) until it's done. I will say this is that if you're going to tell somebody, tell somebody who can help you with the dream. If they're not somebody who can help you with the dream, don't tell them. And I'm going to tell you the reason why people are not going to understand your dream. Like not only will they not understand it, but They just won't like it either. I don't think Joseph had a problem with his dreams. They actually had a problem with their position in his dream. And so did his his father as well. If you go back to the scripture, it says his brothers responded. So you think you will be our king, do you? Hey, if you're a new believer and you just don't know where to start studying your Bible, listen, I got you covered. I created a really simple and easy to understand Bible study guide. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to download it. Enter your name and email address. It's just that simple. Please don't miss out. Um, Download your free study guide today. Joseph never said that he was going to be a king. They interpreted his dream for him. And so in their head, he was going to be above them. Although the scripture does say, you know, that people would be bowing. But he never said that he was going to be a king, though. And it says that and they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about it. And I can tell you this, if you get excited about something that God is giving you and you tell it to somebody who has no dreams, no visions, no ambition whatsoever to do anything different in their life, they're not going to like you. And I just want to point out that Joseph may have been bragging a little bit. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) He told this and you have to remember he was 16 um, when God gave him this dream. He was 17 years old. Sometimes I get him and David confused, but he was 17 years old um, when God gave him the dream. Also, I just want to say this, that when people, people in real life, when you start to elevate or you follow your dream, it's a trigger for some people. And they automatically think that you're better than them or they think you think you're better than them when actually all you're trying to do is just be obedient to God and you know grow you know but people who don't want to grow who want to stay in their comfort zone they want people to stay in that comfort zone with them. They don't want to grow because growth requires work. And honestly, a lot of people just don't want to do the work. And they would rather have somebody to stay in the comfort zone with them. Because what happens is when you start to elevate and you start thinking differently, and you start you start moving differently. It makes them feel uncomfortable. And it means it's like, OK, do I do something to grow or do I just stay here in my in my comfort zone? And we all know that God never calls us to do anything in our comfort zone. You got to come out of that comfort zone. Okay? And so I just want to talk about also when God gives gives us the dream, more than likely, we're not spiritually mature to handle the dream, which is why I wanted wanted to reference um, Joseph's age. He was 17 years old when God gave him the dream. And if you think about it, whatever dream that God has given you, you have to ask yourself and realistically be honest with yourself. (laughs) If God gave you every single thing that you're asking for right now, could you handle it? Would you handle it or would you mishandle it? And God already knows what we can and what we cannot handle. And he's not going to give you more than you can handle. He's not going to give you anything to mishandle because I feel like, you know, if he gives you anything, he wants you to sustain it. So a lot of times when God gives us the dream, we automatically think that it's going to happen right away. And God is like, "Uh, -uh. (laughs) I got to do some more pruning. I got to work on your character. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like he prepares us for what we're asking for, whatever the dream is. He has to get you ready for it. You have to become the person that can handle the dream. The Bible says to whom much is given, much is required. Okay, just a few other points that I want to talk about, and I'm not going to get too deep into this, but I just wanted you to really understand that um, you shouldn't tell everybody your dreams. And that's basically the gist of this podcast. But I want you to understand that even if God does give you the dream that doesn't mean that the dream is never going to look like what you think it's going to look like. And God doesn't reveal the whole thing to you like he, like he did with Joseph. He only showed Joseph the good part of the dream. He did not tell him that he was going to be thrown into a pit. He was going to be sold into slavery and then he was going to be falsely imprisoned for something he did not do. And so I just want to touch on the the part about the pit, because when we are trying to get to this dream or um, pursue it or pursue whatever God has given us or put it in our heart, we may have some moments where we also fall into a pit. And we may not fall into a pit literally, but metaphorically, we may be in a pit of depression we may experience that you know our finances may be in a pit and when you look up the word pit it says it's a a low place and so you can be in a low place mentally you can be in a low place financially you can be in a low place um, relationally your marriage could be in a low place you know and the dream may look like it's not going to come to pass but one thing that I will say when I read this story every single time Joseph was in trouble it kept the 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 word kept saying but God was with him <laughs> and God was with him and God showed him favor so I just want that to be encouragement to somebody that no matter what kind of trials and tribulations Or things you go through pursuing your dream and trying to do what God has put on your heart. God is going to always be with you. And I have to remind myself of that sometimes because some days it really (laughs) doesn't look like what God has said. And that's where you have to trust what God has told you. And God is not a man that he should lie. If he told you something, it's going to come to pass. Though it tarry, wait for it. And the other thing that I wanted to touch on is that he was sold into slavery and falsely in prison. And I just want you to think about all for me, what I and I may not be even be able to articulate this that well. But I hope somebody really understands and gets what I'm trying to say is that what keeps us in bondage is sin, So when you think of somebody being in prison, I feel like that's something that keeping you in in bondage and people don't realize that you can't pursue or do what God has called you to do if you're stuck in bondage or if you're stuck in sin. So you have to make sure that you are not sinning. And I know when people think about sin, they think about the obvious sins, you know lying, stealing, adultery, fornication, but gossiping is a sin as well. You know, being jealous of someone, that's a sin. When you covet what somebody else has, that's a sin as well. And so you really want to make sure that your heart is pure. Like admit those things to God that are in your heart. Repent of those things. And repentance true repentance is a changed mind a changed heart and changed behavior and a change in direction okay so that's really all i have for this episode there are so many things that i learned from reading um and studying about joseph That's all for this episode. Thank you guys for joining me and I will see you next time.